Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hey guys, welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Yeah, I am Gina, and I am in Santa Cruz, California. No, I'm Brooke, and I'm in San Diego. Hey! Yeah, we got back from Tech. We did our last one in Texas. Yep. We got back Sunday. You were supposed to leave Monday night, ended up leaving Tuesday morning. Yeah, because freaking Southwest, dude. I feel like all the airlines. Can we just talk about American Airlines? American is the absolute worst. The worst. behind it. God. And if you guys ever hear me change my mind, it's because they've offered me an obscene amount of money to tell people on our <laughs> podcast that it's a great airline. It's great. No, it's awful. <laughs> awful. Brooke and I were on our way back from Texas and we were supposed to fly into, to SF. We get a notice and it was so funny because we started to just become like have PTSD every time our phones would go off at the same time because it would alert us that our flight had been pushed back. Delayed, delayed, delayed. Delayed. So sorry, I've like snot coming out of my nose. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was just, I mean, it wasn't a nightmare, nightmare. No, You've had worse. But I've had it, worse, but every bad, like my work, the, the worst flights I've ever dealt with, not being on a flight. It's like the, you show up to your layover and, and you land and your next flight has been canceled. Right. That's well, your it, gate it has always, been changed last minute. Yes. Or it's been delayed a shitload or they lose your bags <laughs> or they force you to check your carry on and then they lose your bag. <laughs> <laughs> and all of these things have been through American airlines and usually flying through DFW. So I've been to Dallas, Fort Worth, like flying in a DFW a couple of times now without having that be a layover. Cause I, unless, okay. So because of COVID, there's less, there was a whole time where there's less options for flights. Like they, they got rid of a lot of flights. They got rid of direct flights. And so you be- <coughs> beggars can't be choosers, right? It's like, I hate American airlines, but taking American airlines. Um, I don't really like flying through DFW, but that's the only way I can get to this place, the time I need to be there. So we're going through DFW, but almost every time 
I have flown through DFW and now even leaving DFW, still more issues, but they've had just, just issue, just problem after problem. And it's always with American airlines. And I understand. Okay. I understand it's a luxury to get to fly anywhere. Right. That's a luxury. So yes, I'm fully aware of that, but I still stand behind. I have every right to still get irritated when <laughs> you're stuck at an airport in a city you don't live. And it's like, you barely, you're struggling to get out and you've already paid for your airfare. And they're like, we lose your bag. We, we canceled your flight. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> The best is we're in Dallas and it had already been delayed. We got on a different flight and then that flight was delayed. And then we're, we're, there's nowhere to sit because so many different flights were delayed that were like laying on the floor of the airport, kind of like take a nap. But before that, Brooke's like standing in line. I go, why are you standing in line? She's like, I'm going to find out why this flight is delayed. Yeah. Yeah. I want to know. I just want to know. I'm like, yeah, it's fine. You know, it is what it is, but I just, I'd like to know why. Yeah. Like let people know why, you know, we'd be more understanding that way. Yeah. I mean, cause like, I don't know. The horror horror story I have from DFW is I was flying to Florida. It was a 2018, 2018 in like August or something like that. And I was going to get stem cells in my shoulders. I had to leave at a certain time because I had to get to Florida real pretty early. Um, so I was doing a red eye and it was a red eye from DFW. So it was like, whatever. Um, I had to be in the doctor's office really early to do my procedure in my shoulders. I land in DFW. I open my phone to a text from Devin. It's like your flight has been canceled. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't a text from Devin. I got the notification, the text that comes through. Your can't, flight, can't, uh, flight is canceled. And I was immediately just like, this can't be okay. happening. <laughs> yeah. What do I do here? I had a carry-on. They made me, this is the thing. I had a carry-on because it was a quick trip. I'm getting bored in the plane. They make me check my bag because they're saying there's no more overhead storage, even right. though I could have put it under my feet. Right. So I check my bag, get land in Dallas, flights canceled. I call Devin. This experience is Devin has PTSD from, because uh, I'm in Dallas. We're trying to get me on a flight. There's constantly trying to find a new flight. There's no flights. We're trying to figure out how can we cancel my next flight and book me a whole new flight on a different airline to get me there in time. Yeah. Couldn't figure it out. Couldn't figure it out hours. I mean, the airport's closing down. I got there at like, I don't know, late, like late in the early evening. I was in that airport till it was completely shut down. No, not shut down. Like no one's around. Um, they, I don't know how I'm going to get out of there. And then it feels like a scary movie. Well, like the issue is like, okay, we need to get you on a different flight. We're trying to figure it out, but we need to get your bag. They made you check your bag. So your bags somewhere The bag was still on the plane and they couldn't find it for me. They said, (laughs) and I'm like, they basically took that plane that we were just on and parked it somewhere. (laughs) 
It's in long-term parking. And they go, <laughs> and they, I went to them. They couldn't locate my bag. I remember I'm like, this. lost my fucking bag. You canceled my f- surprise. You surprise canceled my flight and you lost my bag that I didn't want to check in the first place. It's why I intentionally was like, I'm going to take a carry on. on. I never do. I just like, you know, I got, took a carry on. Then you cancel my flight. I can't book a new flight. I was trying to get out that same day, but I couldn't do that because I didn't have my bag because they couldn't find it. Then they were saying that they found it, but that they couldn't get it. And (laughs) fast forward, I have to get a hotel, stand in line forever to have them like give me your hotel coupon or whatever. Get a hotel. At this point, I am distressed. Like if there was a moving train, I would jump in front of it. Okay. (laughs) I was stressed out of my mind. And you guys, I, for some people, they're probably like, why are you so stressed? Like you just can't let yourself get stressed. Okay. I have anxiety. Like I'm a lot better now at kind of like working through situations. But when, when I start to get like anxious and those of you that have anxiety too, it is like a snowball effect. And I was having one thing after the other ruin my day. (laughs) (laughs) And right in the middle of it too, do you know, I'm like in the airport losing my mind. Like literally, I think I had, I think I'd been crying. Like I was anxious. I, it was awful. Well, Cause you're also going in for a procedure that you're anxious over. And so I there's have, a lot of I factors. Had, I had people asking me for photos. <laughs> <laughs> you're just over there crying. Can you not tag <laughs> me? Enough? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can you give me a ride? I'm a mess stay at your house. Oh yeah. Booked me a new flight. They told me they they had located my bag. I was supposed to pick it up early in the morning before my next flight at this place. I'm trying, for instance, like this is hours like, into the evening. They still don't look in my bag. Um, I have to run to go and get my bag. I had booked a new flight. <laughs> Missed that flight. I know. I remember this. <laughs> I remember this. <laughs> because where I had to get my bag and wait for them to finally bring it to me. My ter- I was in a completely in DFW. <laughs> Off different terminal. terminal and I was like running <laughs> and the door closed and they're like we can't reopen it I was like are you fine? yes you can dude you just go like this <laughs> it is like we just boop, boop. <laughs> yeah so it was rough um well speaking of carry-on we we came into a weird situation and maybe our listeners out there know more than us but when we were remember when we were coming through DFW and they stopped your mom. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And her, she had all these sample size, like the, the, the sample size stuff that she needed, but she had a few things out of the bag. Yeah. They weren't in the bag. They weren't in the bag. So then she was like, well, can I just put them in the bag? And he said, she had a limit of how many items could be in the bag. No, of how many bags. So my, you missed this, the thing too. And I wanted, the guy was such an asshole. Like yeah, the no, he, way was a dick. he was talking to my mom. I was like, he was like, do you understand? Do you understand? And I wanted She's to like, be like, Hey, dick, <laughs> you speak to her like that again. And I'm going to have to reach up and rip your balls off. <laughs> but it was like, okay. Um, yeah, we understand what we don't understand is we just flew in here. Yeah, I had no problem. And my, and my sister's bag just went through right behind my mom's. You didn't pull her bag. And she had like multiple Ziploc bags in there. Yeah, I thought as long as it was in a Ziploc bag, it was yeah. fine. My mom had one Ziploc. She had one Ziploc bag, like Gina said. Not everything was in there. She had a few things that were just out of it. 
So she's like, oh, well, can't I just put them in the bag? And he's, and he like, is like, do you understand that you, that you can't put anything else in this bag? (laughs) So then he was switching things out and taking things out without asking her which things she wanted. And before that she goes, oh, well, I have another bag. And she grabbed in her bag, another empty Ziploc. And he, and that's when he was like, no, you can't use this bag. Do you understand that you get this bag? You can't put anything else in. My mom was like, we were trying to hurry to our- But it was a small sandwich bag. (laughs) And our thought process was like, well, other people use a larger bag. So- Yeah, we left there. They had to like- They'll have no clue. They like are taking stuff out of my mom's bag. And she goes, oh, no, no, I need that. That's my makeup. Leave, please leave that. That's more expensive. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my God. And then we get through and Robin's like, I have like four that I have like four Ziploc bags in my, in my, in my, my <laughs> but I just think that just, I don't know. He just wanted to feel powerful. Yes. You know, establish yeah. he had, has the opportunity to just establish dominance men, men or women. Cause I have some women, just people in certain positions, man, where they have, where they can have an opportunity to like establish dominance. Like yeah. Don't take it. You're like, whoa. We get it. Freaking. We get it. You're powerful. Okay. God. So yeah. if anyone watching this um, can see that Brooke is in her bathing suit, maybe that'll encourage people to go watch the YouTube. <laughs> I am in my overalls because it's Sunday. Dude. Duh. Hey, I have. Um, okay. So I got a new brand idea. Okay. It's called, you're going to give, give it to everyone out there. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> called 80, 20. Okay. I've been calling myself 80, 20. Okay. Cause currently you guys, I'm 80, 20. Okay. What does that mean? You're 80, you're, you're just at 80%. No, like 80, 20. Like when you buy ground beef. <laughs> What does that make me? 80, 20, 70, 30. No, we live, we live in 80, 20. I'm currently, uh, dude, I'm in a constant state these days with all the travel and everything at an 80, 20. And I was talking to my brother. I was like, you know, I'm an 80, 20. I don't, I don't really want to like stay at 80, 20, but you know, hindsight, 80, 20. <laughs> no one out there listening has any sympathy for you. No, just hear me out. Okay. I'm here. Okay. I yes. am 80, 20 right now. You guys, I know you don't have, some people don't have sympathy for me, but I am, I'm, I'm okay. 80, 20. Okay. When you go to buy ground beef <laughs> and you want, like, you're like really watching your figures. You're like, Oh, the 90, 10, we're looking for 90, 10. Of course. Like I want lean meat, lean meat. Okay. That is usually true. like nine, 93, seven, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, why is this dingy? We could still, we argue, right? It's like, we know that a better piece of meat, it's got a little bit of fat in it, you know, right? more flavor. It's like softer melts mm-hmm. in your mouth. <laughs> uh-huh. Like 80, 20 ground beef. That's like your hat. You're happy in between her. That's yeah. like in between, you know, if you go 80, 20, you just cut out. Maybe you don't put cheese on it, you know, or you like leave off. You just do mustard. <laughs> <That's it. 
<laughs> yeah, I feel like we could launch a really great clothing brand called 8020. 8020. 8020. Into it. You know, it's really. Like- I thought you were saying like, um, they used to have, I might've mentioned this before, but they used to have in the people magazine, they'd have percentages of like oh. who wore, who wore it best. Yes. Yeah. And I will, I always have friends like you or my friend, Sarah, who are just maybe a little bit more fit or younger and we'd buy the same thing. And then what they would do in the people magazine, they put like two celebrities in the exact same outfit and be like, who wore it best? And yeah. there was always somebody and I'd be like, oh, great. I'm like the 17 percenter. Cool. You thought I was just like, all right, Gina. So what I want to say is I'm 80% and you're 20%. No, no, I know you would never say that. Yeah. That's just what came to mind. I was like, oh God, where are you going with this? Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, you know what? We've had this conversation and I'm just. The logo gonna... would just be 80, 80 dash 20. 80 dash 20. Or a, yeah. What a backslash. Yeah. 80 backslash 20 my 80 20 body we could make like 80 20 stickers <laughs> oh so okay sorry switching gears um it's father's day today okay, happy father's day happy father's day to all the fathers out there uh we have met some of our male listeners and so if you are a father happy father's day uh you are with your dad right now mm-hmm. very cool He's at the beach. I'm pretty sure he's sleeping. Yeah, we had thought about having all the different dads come in and give their perspective on fatherhood, but if they're at the beach. Should I see if someone's downstairs? I mean, you could. Okay, I will. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all? To feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Turns out my dad is here. Oh, yes. He told me he, he has this app on his phone where I'll tell you what it's called because I, I downloaded it so I could have it too, but I haven't to pay for it. Uh-huh. It's called Picture This. And okay. you can, supposedly you can take a picture of a plant and it like tells you everything about that plant. Oh, I've heard of this. So it also I, tells you how to water, water it or something like yeah. that too. Yeah. I, just, I was like, Dad, can you come up here really quick? He said, He's like, yeah, what do you need? He goes, I'm just about to take a picture of this. And I go, what are you doing? <laughs> He's taking pictures of plants. He said, I'm about to, I'm going to take a picture of this plant out here and see what it is. And I was like, oh, okay. Just come up here when you're done. <laughs> He's so cute. When he gets up here, we'll ask him all about being a dad. 
All right. No, we'll just we'll make it simpler because he won't want to do that. We'll make it really simple. We'll say, hey, <laughs> excuse me. He will ask him. Um, let's see, what should we ask him? We should ask him just to give, oh, give some like advice to young dads. Okay. Okay. All right. I feel like he's going to have some kind of like dad joke. Oh, dad, sure. what's the funniest, like give us one funny memory of, of like being a dad. Being a dad. Yeah. All right. I'll do that when he's done taking pictures of plants. Yeah. <laughs> Such a dad thing. <laughs> he's just like out there bird watching like <laughs> what bird is this all right guys while we wait for my dad to come up here i didn't tell him we were on the podcast i'm just, just gonna ambush him um gina we've got a question from a viewer from a follower hold on i'm looking what i'm looking at right now is pretty shitty what just the ocean Oh, asshole. <laughs> Such like a dick. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. <laughs> you guys aren't watching the video. I'm up in my parents' room at the beach house. And um, it's pretty shitty here. Okay. So, okay, well, this one. Hey, Brooke and Gina, longtime listener, big fan and follower. I'm a mortician in Northwestern Kansas and embalming back room work seems to fly listening to you guys. Wow. That's a cool job. I could never do it. Seems way too many scary movies. I would think that the bodies were coming alive every the entire time. time. Oh, I see your dad. I see your dad. He's coming in. Okay. All right. We're going to pause that. Hi, Gina. Hi, Tracy. How are you? <laughs> Father's Day. Okay. You're on our podcast right now. It's better if I stand over here then. No. Oh, no, get in there. <laughs> you got to see your face. Get in there. We, we figured for Father's Day, we would um, ask you a couple questions, but Brooke's going to ask you. Wow. All right. Question one. Can you just tell us a memory, a story of like a funny ex experience or situation you've had as a dad? Maybe something that one of your kids did. Maybe like like your most embarrassing story. Like when you're when you were like, oh my God, I can't believe my kids did that. <laughs> I feel like it has to be about Cody. I have a few of those. <laughs> First, like it's definitely not me. Well, he was the first baby. Yeah. I'm I'm not really good at this. I don't think of things well. So, can't think of one. One funny story. How about you tell the story about when uh you guys were at the drive-in movie with Cody when he was a kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're at the drive-in movie. And all the kids are there. And had we were there with friends. And probably three friends and their families. And after a while, Cody comes over to me and says, Dad. How old I, was he? I don't remember how old he was. He wasn't very old. He was still cute. Put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> And George said, Dad. And I have a really close friend. His name's Aaron Lundin. And he is one of the guys I, you know, I grew up with. And, and he was there with us with his family. And Code says, Dad, how come sometimes when I look at pretty girls, my peepee gets hard? <laughs> I've been a, a fine father figure. And everything. I says, I don't know. Go ask Aaron. 
So I didn't have an answer. <laughs> there are those situations when some, when your kid asks you things and you're just like, um, yeah, yeah uh, <laughs> I'll answer. buy you a book. No good answers for that. Yeah. I'll buy you a book. Yeah. All right. Question two. If you have, if you could give any sort of advice to young fathers out there, anything is <laughs> <laughs> off the wall as it may be. Uh, probably, you know, basically as you, as you raise kids and you get older and you figure out, huh, I did that. Really? I really did that. <laughs> It's, it comes down to uh, take the time to listen and don't get pissed off because basically they probably didn't know what they were asking in the first place. They didn't know what they're doing in the first place. And in the long run, it doesn't make any difference. I love that. That, that would be the only thing I can probably say right now. That is great advice. Yeah. We're done asking? Yeah, we're done. <laughs> He's like, can I get out of here? Exactly. Well, I, happy Father's Day. Thank you. It's good. To see You're you. welcome. Good to see you. Bye, Dad. Love you. Your dad's the best. He is the best. He really is. For our listeners out there, Tracy is a, he's a diamond in the rough. Oh, and you're, <laughs> what are you doing with your hair? <laughs> Weirdo. <laughs> Oh, it's so it's so muggy here. <laughs> Look at my bangs. Okay, it can't be more muggy than Dallas. No, but it's it's we're right on the beach, and so it's hard for your hair to dry. It's oi. It's a little oi, and it's fine. But I had washed my hair because I went running this morning, and because it's extra oi outside, I was very sweaty. Like even when I, I just started my run, I was already like sweating because of wet. Yeah. I was just super wet. I was like wet. I was so wet. I was running wet. <laughs> I was, I couldn't just, I just was so wet. <laughs> um, anyways, then I'm trying to dry my hair. Can't quite get it dry. And then obviously, you know, if you're like the certain weather, you can't really do anything with your hair. It's just a kind of frizzy kind of. And the thing is, guys, is uh, most of this isn't mine. So it's like, oh, man, it's like extra hard. <laughs> Whoever's hair this was is very unruly. Uh, okay. All right. So we'll get back to our question. Okay. All right. So I'll just start from the beginning. Yeah, just read it again. Okay. Hey, Brooke and Gina, longtime listener, big fan and follower. I'm a mortician in Northwestern Kansas and embalming back room work seems to fly. Listening to you guys makes for long nights a lot shorter. Dude, she works nights. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm just thinking of like all the terrible things. Dude, that I would have to be in there with like all the lights on. That wouldn't even matter. No. You know damn well, like one of those just dead bodies. Like I just imagine it like <laughs> a sheet on it. Just yeah, sitting up. Okay. Um uh, for that, I'm so grateful for you guys. I have a question on my transition into the CrossFit world. I am an NPC bodybuilder in the figure division. I've always been commented on how muscular I am, but it's really useless because I'm not necessarily in shape. I lift to look a certain way, not to actually utilize it much other than deadlifting outside of the gym. Uh, she said, get it. I think because deadlifting, um, 
because I'm, oh, she goes, get it because I'm a mortician. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) anyway, bodybuilders are athletes, but I would like to step into something that isn't so controversial. I have watched CrossFit for a while and think I would like to move into that competitive world where fastest, strongest wins and not not work your ass off and have it be based on an opinion. I don't know where to start. How do you go about finding a coach, do your programming, skill work, diet? I know it's a whole different game than bodybuilding. So I'm pretty much starting all over again. Thanks in advance. Appreciate you guys more than, you know, love the muscle mortician. Nice. I love that. Well, I would would be a question for you. Yeah. I would say that if, um, I would locate, I would like, I'd look up in your area, all of your CrossFit gyms. I would see if there's any reviews on them. I would check the coaching staff, see what kind of background they have. Um, people that run the gym, especially just to know their education level of like, you know, their programming, their knowledge, how long they've been doing it for, because you don't need, you don't need a coach. You don't need a, a private coach. You really don't, especially because you're just getting started into it. Um, you just need to start doing it and you'll start, you'll learn, you'll be learning all the Olympic lifts. You'll be doing more of that every day. You'll be practicing, learning new skills. And as you're progressing, um, you're able, you're going to be able to put more time and focus into your training. And that's when you would want to have a, you know, a coach that can really look at where you are, create a roadmap for where you're trying to go. And then you can work on that. But I would say even in the time that you're trying to just get into a gym and then be doing it, be learning it, be practicing it while like, you know, simultaneously you can be checking out potential coaches you would want to work with, but it's going to benefit you so much just to be in a CrossFit gym. Um, with that said, I say, check out the gyms, check out the coaching staff, the coach, um, whoever's running it, you know, who's doing the programming and you can find out what their background is. I mean, have they been doing it for a very long time? They've maybe they competed themselves. They are maybe had an athletic background from a different sport, whatever it is. You want to see that you're going to be getting quality programming. Um, As far as coaching goes, you just want people that you don't, your coaches don't necessarily have to be better than who they're, they're coaching. It's you want someone who understands the technicality and how each move, teaching a new skill, how to do it and how to look for faults in someone's movement so they can actually help you progress and make sure you're doing things safe. But if you have, you know, coaches that are newer, um, you can run into situations like what Dana ran into. So Dana, um, one of our best, our, our bestest friend, uh, she had got rhabdo and she went to a CrossFit gym. She was texting me. She was so pumped on it. She just thought I was going to be so, you know, going to be pumped that she went. And then shortly after, like the next day she texts me and her, her abs were really, really, really sore. And I made her send me a picture of her. Cause she said that she was like really like swollen and like kind of bloated. And I was like, send me a picture right now. She sent me a video and she was, she was, you know, distended holding a lot of water, but it's not just like, you know, from being on your like menstrual cycle or, you know, going out to eat and then 
It's like, yeah, not normal water And it was like, she's sore. And I spoke to her. I was like, and I immediately was like, what did you do? I'm like, what was the workout that you did? So she tells me the workout and it's based like a fight gone bad style, but she did GHD sit-ups and the fight gone bad style is like, you're just doing, they give you a set amount of time and it's like, get as many reps as you can in that time. And you'll go through that a few times with other movements as well. And I immediately knew I was like, I need to check your pee. You need to go to the doctor because the thing about it, and it's even like with, uh, you know, our muscle mortician, mortician, coming from a background of being so unbelievably dedicated to your sport, understanding like bodybuilding would understand this hundred percent understanding how do we have adaptation or get stronger? It's from stressing our system. So you can handle fatigue, you can handle stress and you can push through the pain or like the discomfort. Um, coaches, you know, I would say that gym, whoever was coaching, that's, they made the mistake of not right, not asking the right questions. What I'm, I'm making an assumption, but my assumption is that they assumed that Dana was not a beginner. She's not in fitness because of how she looks and how she performs. She was a, she was a college soccer player, incredible stamina. The way she trained, the way she trains bodybuilding is already in a sort of hit style format um, high intensity with, you know, um, intervals, but what they should have with a movement like GHD in the workout, what they should have done is said, have you ever done these? Right. No, I haven't. Okay. Well, even no matter how fit you are, we need to limit the amount of reps you do each round. Like that's what I would have done. Cause it's just, it's better to be safe than be sorry. Or I would have her do something that is you know, like just sit-ups mm-hmm. or toe to bar because something like doing toe to bar toes to bar. So people, if you're not, not sure what that is, exactly what it sounds like you hang from a, to- um, a pull-up bar and you're reaching your toes to the bar. If you can't do that, then you would just do knee tucks, but you're going to, ha- you're going to deal with muscle failure before you would ever be able to push yourself to a point where you're going to risk dealing with something like rhabdo. Now, the reason you can end up risking something like that with things like GHD, because it's not just your core isolated anymore. It's hip flexors, quads. It becomes a, like almost like a core, like a full body movement. So there's, you're really focusing on our core, but there's a lot of extra health elements. Yeah in help letting you keep doing more reps. So you really can, I mean, a big, a true beginner or a true person who's never done that before would have never got the amount that Dana did, but Dana has a very strong core. She is doing like 40 every time. She's super determined. She's very athletic and she is in the gym all the time. Like she's not a beginner. But those are the people that you have to watch the most because someone who is like a true beginner, um, the second their body, you're going to want your, you'll hit fatigue a lot faster. So it's going to slow you down. You won't be able to do that many reps and that fatigue is going to, ex- like it's going to limit the f- other rounds, like the rounds that follow. Now with Dana, I she's mean, a competitor. she's a competitor. Right. She went to a CrossFit gym for the first time. She is not there to lose. Right. You know, like <laughs> she not- said she saw other people and she was like, oh, well, I'm going to do more than that. Yes. So yeah. there's, there's a lot of factors. And 
Um, and for those that don't know what rhabdo is. Uh, okay. I should just read you the actual definition of it, but in a nutshell, it's, you have a lot of muscle breakdown and like too much of it and it gets into your bloodstream. And so then it starts being filtered to your kidneys. Um, and it's not good. Right. Uh, a lot of people think like, cause you know, rhabdo has been brought up in CrossFit. I remember when I was early on talking about it and everyone's like, Oh, don't do CrossFit. You'll get rhabdo. And it's like people runners get rhabdo all the time. Right. Like there are other sports or exercise like uh, modalities that people don't even, you don't consider because they don't seem dangerous and CrossFit or functional type training just seems visually and like more dangerous. So when those little, those instances happen, now all of a sudden you'll get that no matter what, but that's attached to CrossFit, right? Yes. You know, it's the way you're going to get something like that. It's being able to do high volume of the same repetitive motion over and over and over and over and over again. So you, if I was doing like tons of like uh, bicep curls or whatever, like a lot, I'm just, I'm working my bicep, a lot of other muscles too, but here's where it's kind of localized. So if I overdo that and I'm just getting too much muscle breakdown in that area, you could, you know, you either deal with, you know, potentially rhabdo or DOMS delayed onset muscle soreness. I had, I could have sworn after the CrossFit games in 2015, I was like checking my pee for like a week after the games. Cause going into the final event, I couldn't even bend my arms. My, my biceps were, and I was swollen. My arms were like pretty swollen for a while after competing, but I never, I, you know, at that point, you don't just go from zero to a hundred. Like there's, you slowly get better and you slowly increase your ability to have, you know, do more work in certain areas and last longer and you know, your capacity and all these things. So by the time I was there, things were trained in a way to be able to handle so much time under tension, basically. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're going to go, and I imagine like coming from like a weightlifting, you know, a bodybuilding background, you do a lot of like localized work. Um, so now you're going to be doing a lot of things that are more functional, more full body and, um, complex and dynamic. Um, that right there is going to slow you down because you're going to be doing things and working muscles and, um, movement patterns you've never done before, but just, you know, pay attention to come from like an athletic background, the coaches that you talk to, like what kind of questions they ask you. And, it is important to be careful, like just, just take the time to learn the skills, because if you try to rush it, because you want the end result so bad, it's very easy to injure yourself over time, you know, just from like aches and pains and tweaks like that, creating bad movement patterns, like over time that could end up really, you know, you're risking a lot for a little. So there you go. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. 
Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. I'm going to wrap it up. Yeah, do we have anything else we want to tell them first? Um, well, you're coming home. So now we'll okay. be able to do some more pods, some, some pods at home. Yes. So I, I went to LA. I was in, went to Orange County, rental car to LA. I was in LA. I had a couple of meeting, uh, dinner meetings that were really great, but I was getting headshots done and, uh, I was stressed to the max for that. Yeah. I've done a lot of photos, but more like print work or I've never done headshots, like professional headshots. And I had a headshots just sounds sexual headshots. (laughs) Hey, give her the headshot. (laughs) (laughs) It's like Um, a bunch of dudes lined up just but I was, you know, it was kind of last minute to put it together. We were trying to find a time when I could be in LA and I was like, well, I'm going to San Diego with my family. So I could probably, you know, stop in there before I go to San Diego. I have a call with, um, a woman that works at the management company. I just started working with, you know, see how that goes. And she's explaining to me headshots and she goes, you know, you just, you need a headshot for every type of character that you would play that you'd want to play. And I immediately was just like, oh no. (laughs) Um, Devin could, couldn't go. Gina couldn't go with me. I don't have, like, I've got clothes in Utah and clothes in California. I haven't unpacked everything in California. They tell me, even though we're doing headshots, they want me to dress head to toe so that you can, like, if you're like embodying something, you know, whatever it is, like you're getting a photo, your, all of your body language has to do with it, even though all, and this is with acting, it's, it's, what they want to see is in your face is in your eyes is in all of this, but like everything has to do with it. You can't just like have this and then your body's like, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, right. I'm like, Gina, I don't have shoes. I know. I'm like, since I moved yeah. to Santa Cruz years ago, I never get dressed up ever. Yeah. Like we don't, people, people wear their pajamas every, everywhere in Santa Cruz. And it's like, Oh, it's fine. Right. So trying to like put outfits together. And, um, (laughs) uh, I was telling Gina, I was like, okay, so they want me to, I was like, I'm just, I've decided I'm only going to do two looks just two. I can handle two. Cause they had said, you know, for every look, like bring like a few cups, you know, two to three options for everything. And like, Paul will help you. will help pick what you should wear. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I have that many options, but okay. And, um, I'm telling Gina, she comes over before I, before I go to the airport and trying to make sure all my stuff's packed. And she, I was like, they, okay, so they want me to do like one will be like a Lara Croft, like more of like a, like a strong presence. Um, like an action. Yeah. Something that would be yeah. like exactly what I would want to play, you know, like in like action type stuff or yeah. Like a badass. Then, then the, uh, yeah. The other one 
they wanted it to be softer. They wanted it to be like girl next door. And I said, you know, and I was like, I told Paul, the photographer, this, he, he was laughing. And when on the phone call, they're like, and girl next door. And I was like, oh, I'm like, I can do that. I'm like, I pretty much wear that every day. Yeah. And so I'm telling Gina and I was like, well, I could probably just like wear this flannel. And she goes, that's not girl next door. (laughs) (laughs) That's more of like tomboy next door, but yeah, I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, you're right. I don't wear like, like off the shoulder. I mean, I would, I just, I have have some stuff. I haven't bought anything like that. And usually like when we just like put clothes on, to run somewhere or whatever it's like we just put on, I put on like ripped jeans or shorts and a jeans tank a tank and a flannel yeah and some burks yeah yeah but we did the two um he seemed to think like they were really great so we'll see how they turn out I always like when I get my makeup done I know you guys are probably looking at me right now and the truth is I don't I have I have very little makeup on. And uh, even when I do, sometimes when I do my makeup, like when we, we're going out or what, going to dinner, I like get it right. You know, it's like, oh, it looks great. And sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it just really doesn't. Um, so they put a lot of makeup on me and the girl asked me like, you know, what kind of makeup do you want? I was like, well, honestly, just like natural Um Usually less is more on me. Uh, it's hard because for pictures, they have to put so much on. No, exactly. For it to show up. No, exactly. With like yeah. lights and everything like that. So after I was like on my phone, like in the camera, it like, it looked okay, mm-hmm. you know, but I looked in the mirror and I was like, <laughs> oh my a lot God. Of makeup on. Yeah. Um, and Paul was like, he, he took a few, quite a few photos and he said, here, do you, he, they were talking, they were raving, like they loved him. He's like, do you want to see him? And I was like, ah, I mean, okay. And he's like, you don't, he's like, I basically had to tell him, I was like, listen, I could sit here. Like if you have me look at them, I could sit here and I'm just going to like pick them apart, you know? And, and have to, and I just like, I just tell myself, you know what, but that that's my face. So <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like, and people that aren't me are going to be seeing these photos. So if you yeah, it's his these, job and you're like, oh yes. Oh yes. It's like, I'm just going to trust you. Like, that's what I'm yeah. going to do. Cause if I start trying to like look at them or nitpick, I'm like, I'm just going to drive myself crazy. So we'll see when those get back. Um, I had a really great time. I worked with Paul Smith, a photographer in LA, super nice. Um, it was really easy. We got through them pretty fast and I was telling them, I was like, well, okay. I was like, we'll work, take, we'll do it again. We'll, we'll do it again. I just wanted to do two looks just so I could kind of have a better idea of how this works and, you know, types of things you, I would want to wear or I would need to have. And then we'll have a good like starting place. And then if we need to do more or do something different, then we'll do that. So, but so I got worked out. Yeah, I was like super stressed. Yes, you were. The day, the day I was leaving to the airport, I'm looking at Gina and I was just like, uh, can I just, will you, can you just cancel it? On, can you just come oh, yeah. on, on Thursday? And then I was like, honestly, I think I'm just going to cancel it. I think, I think I'm just going to cancel it and do it another time. <laughs> Give me more time to like put clothes together. Oh. 
Yeah, stretch them out. Stretch them out, girl. 80 20. <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. For real. Oh my God. I am 80 20. Okay. You're 80 20 right now. Uh huh. Um, oh, guess what? Guess what I'm getting? What? A true form runner. Oh. Yeah, at my house. Are those the ones, are those the ones that you yeah. just do your own? That you are. Dude, my, yeah. knees, my legs are so sore right now. Hey, um, you know what? I sat on one of those when you were at the CrossFit Games back in, and pinched my butt. Yeah, that's happening. Don't to sit me. on those things, man. They're they're brutal. They're lethal. I um, So as you guys know, I've got this house I haven't done anything with yet because I barely moved into it. But I really need to get the garage gym going because, one, so I can train, two, so we, I can film there uh, for naked, for, I don't know try and be better at Instagram stuff. <laughs> um, and I really want, I've like wanted a runner for a long, I've wanted one for a long time. Um, so how'd you get one? Well, the last time I tried to get one, I tried to get an assault runner uh-huh. because I was trying to get ready for regionals when I competed. And so I hit up assault runner I think assault, I don't know what, if that's the name of their company to see if, you know, I could get like a, well, I was trying to see if they, I never ask for things from people ever. I do not like asking for free things. I just don't, Yeah. but I really wanted one. I needed to practice on it and we didn't, I didn't have one. Um, and they basically told me no. <laughs> finally ask for something and they're like no like i'm never asking for anything again dude (laughs) and (laughs) fuck them i was either trying to get a runner or i was trying to get um a bike i don't know what it was but it was something that i was training with nick and i was trying to get it and have it sent to salt lake because that's where i was training like really leading up to regionals 2018 Mm -hmm. and and they said no. And I was like, yeah, I wouldn't give it to me either. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see me going anywhere. They said no. Or two, same. Um, <laughs> but. So I, I do need equipment. I've been looking at Rogue. I've never bought anything from Rogue. I've never been giving any, given anything from Rogue. Um, and I was looking online to try and get a wall mounted rig that collapses into the wall. And I've seen a mm-hmm. lot, you see a lot more of them. And I found this very cool one, mm-hmm. very expensive, but I think it will really pay off to have that. Even though I'm only in California part-time, um, right. I think it'll be really great. It's, it collapses in, it has, when you open it up, it has your rack, your pull-up bar, but it also has um, on the outsides pulley systems Oh, cool. Like tricep extensions and, yeah. and lap pull downs and rowing. And I'm like, that's so sick. And you, cause with that type of stuff, you can get all the, of the different handles or different attachments to add on to it. So mm-hmm. you can get a lot, like you can do a lot with one piece of equipment, basically. It's like what they used to have back in the day. It was like Nordic track. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> yeah. So it's very expensive, but I'm going to measure it out in the garage and see if it'd be, if it would even be a good fit. Um, if not, then it's back, back to the drawing board. But I messaged Trueform, which is the original runner for CrossFit. Um, 
I say original because when they were going to have them for the very first time, I actually, Jeff, the guy who owns that company, he reminded me that I was the first CrossFitter to ever test it out at CrossFit HQ. Oh, cool. I was there and they had it and I ran on it. Yeah. Um, so I messaged Trueform and I just said, Hey, um, I was wondering if you guys would have any idea where I could get a used runner. Like I, they're very expensive. So it's like, where can I get a used one? And hopefully I can afford to kind of have that added into my space there. And then I get a message back and it's like, Hey, email this person. They'll help you out. I'm like, okay. So I send an email and then I get a, te- I get a text from Jeff. And I, fr- I, I was like, I totally forgot. I even had your phone number in my phone. This is the guy who owns the company, him and yeah. his son. And he texts me. We ended up having a call while I was in LA. And, you know, he's like, I basically just told him, you know, I'm just looking for a used one. I'm not like, I did not. I, I learned my lesson for ever asking for anything for free. So I did not do that. I don't want to be shamed. But um, they are sending me one. And That's awesome. Yeah. And then they're going to come out and we'll, you know, I'll be able to use it and I'll, you know, post about post when I'm training on it, which is so easy because I'll run on it a ton and uh, they'll come out and do a little story thing or something like that. And, you know, he was, it was, I'm very excited. I'm very excited about it. I'm happy you're excited. I'm definitely not using it. Yeah, you are. I will fall. I will run right off the back of that thing. Eh. I'll like, <laughs> like I'll stand behind you like that. Yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have to <laughs> Oh no, oh no, oh no. I've seen that happen to people. That's very cool. Yeah. That's awesome. what's new in my life. I'm here in San, San Diego. You get back Thursday, and then Thursday. we'll do some more podcasts from your house. And then we're podcasting in person. Yay. Yep. All right. Well, we should wrap it up. Okay. You guys. But- we uh, will- I did want to say this. There's some other people that have been writing in lately. Thank you so much. It's giving us more to talk about. So we will be reading yours. Um, so keep them coming. Yeah. Please. Anyway, we love you guys. Um, thanks for listening. Don't forget to rate, rate, rate review, subscribe, five, five star rating, rating five, five star, star warning. warning. Yeah. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.